Let's get into it then. All right. Awesome sauce. I ask that the gods and goddesses of our respective paths bless this circle so that we may be free and protected within this space. And if you have this one word, pagan or paganism. For the pagan community. Exactly. Right. The, the big umbrella. And that was fucking fantastic. Of the podcast ever. We're three pagans. Exactly. We're three pagans. And a cat. And may the works this day of be of the highest good for all present and those listening. So mote it be. The circle is cast. Hail Dictinus. Grant us clear voices, strong sound, and good reads. The Tao that can be spoken is not the eternal Tao. The name that can be named is not the eternal name. The nameless is the origin of heaven and earth. The named is the mother of myriad things. Thus, constantly without desire, one observes its essence. Constantly with desire, one observes its manifestations. These two emerge together, but differ in name. The unity is said to be the mystery, mystery of mysteries, the door to all wonders. Welcome to Elements Wuzing, the 187th episode of Three Pagans and a Cat. Our opening today is courtesy of Derek Lin's translation of Tao Te Chang, attributed to Lao Tzu. Thanks to Velocity Rose for our intro music. You can find more of their work at VelocityRose.com. You may call me Ode. Mary Meet, my name is Gwyn, Ode's mother. And how often did you have to practice that, like a with lot. Google Translate? To get uh, that? Not with Google Translate. I listened no? to native speakers, but oh, yes, there you go. I practiced a lot, yes, <laughs> and I'm still not sure I got the tones quite right. You had to have practiced that. Uh-huh, yeah, I, I borrowed some of the uh, the lessons I learned from my Chinese roommates from college to remember how the tones worked, but I'm still not sure I got them completely right. So Uh-oh. my apologies Uh-oh. to any native Chinese speakers. Ode had the best roommates. They were so sweet. They were. They were great. They were my first semester of college. I came in in the middle of the year. The only room they had for me was on the floor where almost all of the Chinese exchange students at my school were, Mm -hmm. were dorming. And so I was added to this dorm room with two Chinese exchange students, and they were great. <laughs> they were so sweet. And they every weekend, they, mm-hmm. the entire floor... They did like floor, a great big Chinese potluck. Exactly. And they always invited Ode. So Ode got to experience actual authentic mm-hmm. Chinese food. The stuff they made from home. The stuff they made from home. They gave you some really sweet gifts, too, mm-hmm. when they left, when they went back to China. I yep. mean, they were really incredibly sweet roommates. Yeah, they were great. I really enjoyed them. Yeah, so that was to honor them. So, yeah, they, they taught me how to <laughs> use chopsticks, and they taught me how to pronounce Chinese tones, and I do it very badly, and my apologies. <laughs> <laughs> but you tried. Uh-huh. So I made a good faith effort. That's right. So, housekeeping. We don't have any events coming up. We are going to be doing an update episode next week. Mm -hmm. During that episode, we are going to open up uh, the Patron Questions Discord channel. Um, So everyone is invited to come to that and participate in that conversation. We're going to be talking about some things that are going to be changing on the podcast in Mm -hmm. a couple of upcoming weeks. Um, So we'll talk about all that then. But I don't know that we have any other housekeeping we need to cover. No, no, yet. not at this time. I think yeah. that's pretty well, much it. Well, we're saving all our housekeeping for next week because it really just we need to. It's it's going to be a more involved conversation that we mm-hmm. need to have. So I don't want anybody to have anxiety about nope. it. Just if you can make it to next week's recording, yep. uh, Monday at eight p.m. The Discord channels will be open. So I believe we are now housekept and housewept. Yes, we are. But you didn't let me say it. Oh, I'm sorry. We are housekept and housewept. There we go. <laughs> Gotta have my shot. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about Wu Qing, 
which is the Chinese system. Uh, it's usually translated as the five phases. That's one of the preferred translations. Sometimes it's called the five elements, but phases or agents or processes are the preferred translations for that term. Mm -hmm. And it is a massive topic. Yes. So we are We're really gonna be just really brushing the surface. Brush, barely brushing the surface. Just from the reading that I've done, mm -hmm. they, what is it called again? Wuqing. The Wuqing mm -hmm. is, it's present in so many areas of Chinese culture. It's, it's in their medicine, mm -hmm. in Chinese medicine. It's in philosophy. It's in feng shui. It's in fortune telling. And it's in martial arts. Mm -hmm. it, it is a, a widely accepted concept from thousands of years ago. It's an ancient concept yep. that has uh, a philosophy a philosophy that is still in practice today. Mm -hmm. Almost a whole school of thought mm -hmm. and that sort of interpenetrates into the, uh, this huge array of cultural ephemera mm -hmm. in China. Absolutely. Um, has also been incorporated and changed and evolved in other Asian cultures. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. variants of this, evolutions of this show up in Japanese culture and mm -hmm. Korean culture. In various philosophy systems. Mm -hmm. and and there's no like one singular five phases right. doctrine, right? Because in a lot of cases, how the five phases are expressed or how they interact with each other changes depending on the system or school that's being used. Mm -hmm. So, like the influence of Wuxing in martial arts is different from the influence of Wuxing in feng shui, right? Or in medicine. Mm -hmm or in astrology. Mm -hmm. So I guess the first thing to cover is what the five phases are. Mm -hmm. So the five phases are wood, which means uh, is sometimes also translated as tree, mm -hmm. fire, earth, sometimes also translated as soil, metal, and water. So it's familiar to us. It mm -hmm. just includes metal. It, well, it, but yet those interpretations of what's familiar to us are a little bit different. Well, and the thing is, it's not even just that it includes metal. It also mm -hmm. separates earth into that's true. trees and soil. Soil. That's a good point. As yeah. two sort of distinct elements or phases. Yeah. But I think the similarities to the Western classical system mm -hmm. is why it's sometimes translated as the five elements, mm -hmm. even though the actual word is closer it, to phases or processes. Phases. Mm -hmm. Well, what I found when I read this mm -hmm. is that basic substances of the material world, all materials are made of these five phases or substances. It's not even... Or a combination of them. Yeah, well, and it's not even all the material substances. It's sort of a, a belief that the whole cosmogony, the mm -hmm. whole... Everything in the universe, mm -hmm. everything in existence, material, immaterial, thought, patterns, all things mm -hmm. correspond to these phases. Mm -hmm. And all things are going through the cycles of these phases. Right. My understanding is they assert changes according to generating or overcoming relationships. Yeah. At least in some thought. So there are various relationships between the phases. Generating and destroying or supporting and suppressing are the two sort of primary relationships between the different phases. Mm -hmm. There are other kinds of relationships between phases that are more complex. Mm -hmm. But classic cycle is wood generates fire. Mm -hmm. Fire generates earth. Mm -hmm. Earth generates metal. Metal generates water. 
and water generates wood. Some of these connections are easier to understand than others, I think. So, mm-hmm. like, wood feeding fire makes, like, really oh, yeah. logical sense. Yeah, because that's what happens in the material world. Mm-hmm. We see it. Exactly. We observe it happening. We, we can, you can light a tree on fire and watch it burn mm-hmm. and see, you know. Or put some wood in a, exactly. in a burning pile and, you the, know. The element of wood is feeding this fire. This is feeding the fire. But some of them are more difficult or more symbolic. So, like, fire feeding earth, the representative element of that is supposed to be the fuel that has been fed into the fire, the wood, is reduced to ash. Mm-hmm. And then that ash is incorporated into earth. Right. So, like, fire generates earth not through its existence, but through the result of its process. Mm-hmm. Or metal generating water is another one that's sort of hard to visualize, mm-hmm. but it's represented usually as, like, condensation collecting on a pot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. In an abstract kind of way. Yeah, it's not as, like I said, some it's of these l- connections are more abstract or symbolic yeah, yeah. than others. Water generating wood is another mm-hmm. one that makes logical sense because trees need water to live and grow. Right, right. And earth generating metal mm-hmm. is a result of mining, basically. Yeah, yeah. All the elements and minerals and mm-hmm. things that the ores that have been removed from the earth mm-hmm. and then melted with fire yep. to, and used with water yep. and, uh, you know, in the process and all that whole process to create metal. And actually, so you mentioned metals are melted with fire. Mm -hmm. That's one of the examples of the suppressing or destroying Mm -hmm. uh, relationships. So fire suppresses metal Mm -hmm. because it can melt it. Mm -hmm. And metal suppresses wood because you can cut wood with an axe. Mm -hmm. And wood suppresses earth because trees grow in the earth. Mm -hmm. And earth suppresses water because you can dam a lake. Yeah. What I saw was that these are these are complementary processes. Mm-hmm. Whichever way you go, whether it's the destroying or the creating or or, or one of the others. one of the others, it is, they are complementary processes to each other. The yin and yang mm-hmm. of this five process system. Yeah. So all there's of the, a balance there. Yeah, it's like there's no like supreme element right. or supreme phase. There's no phase in the in this system that is like better or more powerful than any of the others they all hold each other in this sort of perfect check Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and sometimes the different elements or phases are expressed as having almost parent-child relationships yes i did read that because it said for instance the generating interactions they they are conception gestation birth nurture relationships as examples between a mother and a baby. Mm-hmm. And um, it is actually, those, those are considered lucky. Those kinds of connections, re- relationships, those, relationships, those, yeah. those complementary relationships that in, embrace that are, are very lucky within this system. Here's, here's an example. So fire is parent of earth. Right. And earth is the parent of metal, mm-hmm. which means fire is the grandparent of metal. Mm-hmm. That's why fire is able to suppress metal, because it's metal's grandparent. Mm-hmm. But reverse-wise, metal is able to, quote, insult fire, mm-hmm. because it can reduce the, the intensity of fire. So, so like how metals conduct heat. Mm-hmm. So metal conducting heat away from fire is the grandchild insulting the grandparent. Interesting. Yeah. 
Well, and you know, and if I'm remembering this correctly, and listeners, if you are part of the Asian culture, you can correct me. Mm-hmm. My understanding is that family is incredibly important. The generational parts of, mm-hmm. of a family and living and those relationships are incredibly important. So it makes sense that they would also come into this philosophy. Mm-hmm. There's a very um, sort of collectivist yeah. quality to the five phases. Yeah. Like I said, they're all equals is mm-hmm. that in a way but they have they interact with each other in, in different these ways compli- in these which, complex webs of relationships yeah. which where one can dominate the other mm-hmm. but only under specific or be conditions subje- or be submissive to mm-hmm. another depending on what the interaction is yep so yeah there's the 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 relationships between the elements are so complex and layered so so often what you'll see and, and something i've actually written down in my notes here is a circle laid out with mm-hmm. wood, fire, earth, metal, and water around the circle. Mm-hmm. And then you'll see the the lines of the interactions between them. Mm-hmm. And those interactions will form a, an outer circle and a five-pointed star in mm-hmm. the middle, a, a pentagram. Five-pointed star is usually the suppressing mm-hmm. elements, and the circle outside is usually the supporting or generating elements. Mm-hmm. But... If you tried to include all of the elemental interactions, mm-hmm. this would become an unreadable diagram. Yeah, yeah. So that's why you usually just see those two sort of primary interphase relationship mm-hmm. styles presented mm-hmm. because they're, I guess, they're the most straightforward to understand. Yeah. But there are like six different relationship diagrams. Yeah. Well, and when you, like, what is it called? Again? Five phases. The five phases first appeared in somewhere between 770 and 476 BC. Yeah. So it's had thousands of years and multiple... Many uh, interpretations. Many interpretations, and that's why it's involved into to the complex philosophy it mm-hmm. is and also spread out into so many different parts mm-hmm. of life. It's this sort of underlying web of interactions to all mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's absolutely antique (laughs) yeah it's very very ancient and which is uh, a beautiful thing in my opinion because it's something that is very very ancient but still in play Mm -hmm. in the 21st century yeah and if you if you actually look into the the history of how it's evolved Mm -hmm. and the different schools it's been supported by and evolved Mm -hmm. through and so like different different branches of philosophy have mm-hmm. taken it in different directions or different uh, religions such mm-hmm. as Buddhism I believe uh, and Taoism Taoism and, and it's really interesting too like as mm-hmm. this idea as this philosophy of the five phases has has gained prominence you can see it creeping into these other arenas like mm-hmm. at one point it crept into the dynasties mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. there there was a point where to legitimize the transitions of power from one dynasty to another, Mm -hmm. they would start to represent their dynasty as being connected to the element that should follow the element of the previous dynasty. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it would be like, oh, the previous dynasty was a water dynasty. We're a wood dynasty. It's the end of the water dynasty. So Mm -hmm. this, our wood dynasty, which is, is being generated by Mm -hmm. the end of the, of the water dynasty. And then I'm sure that totally made sense to people Mm -hmm. and, and it correlated with their beliefs and their understanding of the world. There's a degree to which it was propaganda. Oh, sure. Of like, this helps legitimize our oh absolutely our takeover of the government oh, yeah. but there was also like there's a an extent to which it was like a genuine 
spiritual mm -hmm. process right. of if we're going to be the wood dynasty, as an, a random example, you know, we have to embody wood traits. Right. Well, and we talked about the fact that there, the you have your generating interactions mm -hmm. and you have your overcoming interactions. Mm -hmm. So, like, overcoming would be, you know, like hostilities between two sides in a war. Yeah, this, this was a military strategy yeah, thing, exactly. which was fascinating. So, like, if your enemy was using wood strategies, you'd bring metal strategies to try to cut them down. Exactly. So... Because you have melting, penetrating, separating, mm -hmm. absorbing, and quenching mm -hmm. in these overcoming interactions. Even in interpersonal conflicts. Yeah, in like, interpersonal conflicts between individuals. Your mother-in-law has a real water energy, so you better bring some earth to Yeah, it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Fascinating ways to think about the world, I think. Mm -hmm. Visit Birmingham Violin Studios, where our tiger, Kristen Gill, has been teaching violin to anyone ages 7 and up for 20 years. Kristen tailors each lesson specifically to the student, since all people are unique individuals with their own learning style, rather than teaching from a single method or method book. Kristen has a Master of Music in Violin Performance and has played with professional ensembles including Orchestra Iowa, Florida Grand Opera, Palm Beach Symphony, and the Arkansas Symphony Orchestra, as well as Casey and the Sunshine Band, the Beach Boys, and a pre-American idol, Kelly Clarkson. Kristen is offering listeners of Three Pagans and a Cat their first two lessons free when they sign up for two months of lessons. Schedule appointments online at BirminghamViolinStudio.com or call 1-319-777-3133. Hail Dictiness. Hail Dictiness. Light things on fire. One of the things that was really distinct to me while I was doing this research was that although it's sometimes especially in English, called The Five Elements. Mm -hmm. That's how I saw it in all of yeah. my reading was The Five Elements, The Five Elements. Uh -huh. So in English, it's usually called that. But although it is, the phases or the elements, wood, fire, earth, metal, and water, are not physical qualities, but are dynamic essences mm -hmm. or forces. Mm -hmm. So they're much more representative of qualities that are reflected in those physical elements mm -hmm. uh, and that those physical elements are sort of standing in for then those elements are the nature of the thing itself for instance shape you have rectangular for wood mm -hmm. angular for fire square for earth round for metal and undulating for water <laughs> uh, but then for climate you have w windy hot damp dry and cold mm -hmm. But in medicine, you have sour, mm -hmm. bitter, sweet, spicy, salty. And spicy is not fire. Spicy is metal. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. Sour is wood. Bitter is fire. Sweet is earth. Mm -hmm. Spicy is metal. And salty is water. Mm -hmm. Qualities. Yeah. Qualities that are reflected by mm -hmm. or represented by mm -hmm. the, the elements, quote unquote, of wood, fire, earth, metal, and water. Mm -hmm. But those are just sort of the words that are being used mm -hmm. in this particular context. Right. And, th and this is specifically in feng shui exactly. or in medicine. And, and what I would be, what I would say, I guess, is that like but, wood and sourness are the mm -hmm. same phase. Right, exactly. Rather than that, like, wood is naturally sour. Mm -hmm. They call them associations, which I feel like is a different, at least for me, it feels different than correspondent. Yeah, because a correspondence is an attempt to say, like, these things fit together. Right. Whereas five phases, mm -hmm. the different expressions of the phase mm -hmm. are all the phase. Mm-hmm. 
So would is an expression of the phase. Mm -hmm. It's just the one we use when we're talking about the phase. Mm -hmm. it, like it's no more the phase right. than sourness is. Exactly. I think where we as as non-Chinese. As non-Chinese people trying to understand right. the, something that, that has been part of their culture all of their lives. Mm -hmm. So it's more of a, probably an intuitive thing for them. It's almost bad that the version we get first is the elements. Right. That right. like those are the terms most used. Right. Because it makes us connect it to the, the, classic, the classic Western element yeah. system yeah. in a way that it's really not, not. Mm -hmm. like it the element system is reflected in it but mm -hmm. so is everything else right exactly. these phases are just natural cycles and qualities of existence that these particular elements happen to connect to just like all these other mm -hmm. things happen to connect to it's more ephemeral yeah there are obviously connections between the seasons and the five phases but something i found really useful when i was looking into this is that with the seasons they describe the qualities or essences more than they do with the elements. Mm -hmm. So the spring phase or the wood phase is described as a phase of growing, movement, and wind. Mm -hmm. It's described as being the most human phase mm -hmm. because it's the phase with the most creativity, the most creative impulse. Mm -hmm. So that's the creative phase. Right. The fire or summer phase is described as the flowering or expanding phase. It's hot. It is. It's hot. <laughs> but it's also the phase during which you've already put your maximum effort in mm -hmm. and everything from here on out is going to be declined. Right. This the summer or fire phase is the phase of the climax. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Earth phase sometimes doesn't even have a season associated with it. But what I thought was the change, like that moving over from one season to the next. It's the transition yeah, season. It's the transition yeah. Season. So it's sometimes associated with late summer or early autumn, mm -hmm. but it's mostly just described as the transition. Right. Between summer and autumn. But it's also sort of ironically associated with stability mm -hmm. and with nourishment and service or duty. Mm -hmm. The earth or transition phase is really rooted in or really focused on maintaining that climax from the fire or summer phase as long as possible, extending the climax into a plateau. Right. After that, you have the metal or the autumn phase, which is the harvesting and collecting phase, mm -hmm. but it's also that decline. It's, mm -hmm. you've, you've gone past the plateau of the earth transition phase mm -hmm. and you're into the declining energy phase. But it's also um, a time associated with, or a phase associated with both consolidation, mm -hmm. so gathering of things, right. and with cutting or refining right. things. Mm -hmm. And then the final phase is the water or winter phase, mm -hmm. which is associated with retreat, stillness, and secretiveness. Githa asks, is it just summer to autumn and not spring to summer? No, the only transitional phase is earth, which is between fire mm -hmm. and metal. So mm -hmm. it's between summer and autumn. Yep. Um, so that's considered the only transition phase. Mm -hmm. And like I said, it's interesting that it's described as a transition phase because it's also this extending mm -hmm. of the heights of the fire phase before you get into the decline of autumn. I also thought it was interesting when I was looking at this, uh, because again, this is under the feng shui associations, mm -hmm. direction mm -hmm. is east the for wood, yeah. yep, east for wood, 
fire is south, earth is center. Mm-hmm. Which I thought that was very cool. Mm-hmm. Metal is west, and water is north. Yeah. So the, the directions in the phases are fascinating because mm-hmm. there's five of them, mm-hmm. and there's only four cardinal directions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I love the center concept. Mm-hmm. And it's something you don't really see in the way the five phases are usually laid out, because like I said, right. they're usually laid out in a circle. Mm-hmm. But if you were to lay them out in the directional phases, yeah, Earth would be just like the center of the compass around mm-hmm. which everything else turns. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's very fascinating. And that, again, sort of refers back to that it being the transition mm-hmm. and the extending phase. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So just this, it's this, there's this very interesting position that the earth phase is in. Mm-hmm. And like I said, because, because earth here is sort of a stand in word for an abstract concept. Mm-hmm. It's not that like earth is the central phase because we live on soil. Right. It's right. that soil is associated with this central phase mm-hmm. because the central phase exists. Right. And the earth we stand on is the closest equivalent to that. Exactly. There's a, like a reverse chicken egg situation (laughs) happening here. It's philosophy. Yeah. (laughs) Philosophy can be like that. Yeah. Very, very, um, muddy, Mm -hmm. I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, because it, it is also trying to explain cosmology. Natural processes. Natural processes and cosmology. Mm -hmm. How the world is put together and why it's put together that way. Exactly. So I think it's beautiful. Yeah, no, it's it's genuinely, it's a really it's fascinating. fascinating way to look at the world. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever appreciated it as much as I do now. Yeah. But I've taken a little bit, and like I said, I have barely, barely skimmed, you guys. I mean, barely. And I find it a beautiful, fascinating, wild, wide system mm-hmm. because it encompasses so much. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's more extensive and and it touches more things than the mm-hmm. classical Western elements possibly could. Oh yeah, I would think that people who are studying this in their various in the various forms in the various in which forms is presented in which is presented in, whether it's in medicine or feng shui, I mm-hmm. think there's probably one. It's one of those things you're always learning yeah. and growing and spend a lifetime on. Spend a lifetime on. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. If you have the opportunity to do that, we don't really treat philosophy that way anymore. Yeah. It used to be that being a philosopher was like a job you could have. Mm -hmm. And technically speaking, you can still do that, Mm -hmm. but not really. Yeah. Yeah. The closest you can get is being like a philosophy professor. Mm. There's no longer like philosophy as a discipline where your whole job is like try to think about things, try to think about the world, (laughs) and try to describe it in a way that people either will or will not understand, right. depending on how erudite oh you are. I've just had a terrible thought. <laughs> what? Are influencers the new philosophers? Oh, God. <laughs> I think influencers are the new philosophers. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Influencers are a huge, like, range of people. Like, they cover... That's true. They that's do true. genuinely cover, there like, a some... wide range of topics. I think that's the only way now to make a career as, yeah. as a philosopher, is to be an influencer. Mm-hmm. And so, like, not all influencers are philosophers. Right. But, but some of them are. But some of them definitely, definitely some are. Because de- I think your first thought is, like, oh, shit. But yet, you find these absolute gem, mm-hmm. and you just go, you know, of, of TikTokers or 
Instagrammers YouTubers. or YouTubers. And you just keep going back because you want to hear their content mm -hmm. because it's interesting and gives you something to yeah. think about. That is now not a horrifying concept. That's an interesting concept. Uh -huh. Just sit with that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. The so, digital age uh -huh. philosopher. So what um, what elemental system do you think the digital philosophers will come up with? Oh, God. It's going to have to be about the internet somehow. It would. It would have to be digital. Yeah. It would have to be how the digital world works operates. and operates and how we work within it. Yeah. It would have to be some kind of description of mm -hmm. the functions of the internet. Yeah. It kind of makes sense in a terrifying sort of way. Don't be terrified. That's a very conservative reaction. Okay, this, okay. Like, no, I'm, I'm being facetious. I think it's interesting. Yeah. Getting back to our real topic. Yes. Because the five phases are supposed to discuss everything. Right. Like, they're supposed to be expressions or ways of understanding mm -hmm. phases of everything. The five processes. Right, right. There must actually be some way to understand the modern social media experience through the five elements. Through the five phases. That would be an interesting... I haven't done the work on that to know what it would look like, but so surely there is some Chinese influencer out there mm -hmm. who has looked at the five phases and gone, I can connect this. <laughs> I can connect these dots. We got distracted, but... We got totally on a kitten trail, and I resent being called a conservative. <laughs> <laughs> you were having a very conservative... I was having a conservative moment. I'm 57 <laughs> years old. It happens. Uh-huh, yeah. From time to time, and then... You drag me back to the real world uh -huh. and go, you don't want to do that. And I'm like, you're right, I don't. Fuck <laughs> right. that. I, I don't want to just have a knee-jerk gross reaction. I don't want to have a knee-jerk <laughs> gross conservative reaction because of past me. Uh -huh. Fuck that. Yeah. That's how we grow past conservatism. That's how we grow, ladies and gentlemen. Because we have that... And individuals. Right. We have that instinctive knee-jerk reaction and then we say, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. As QQ says, worst insult ever. Yes, please do not ever insult me that way again. <laughs> I will only do it if you deserve it. <laughs> pull me back. Just pull me back if it happens Really Reel me back in. Reel me back in and go, you don't want to be that. Uh -huh. And I'll go, you're right. Correct. Okay, we're on another kitten trap. Yes, we are. Thanks to our tiger Solanox for introducing us to Weavers of the Web, an interfaith pagan ATC, that's Aquarian Tabernacle Church organization based in Lansing, Michigan. Weavers of the Web is a public Wiccan church that aims to be family-friendly, supportive, and informative with the goal of ensuring no one ever need be alone in their spiritual needs. Weavers is currently raising funds for the down payment on a property which would allow them to expand their current network of resources, including dedicated community space, a permanent home for a pagans in need pantry, and a lending library. Join them online or in person for regular events, including rituals and discussion groups, at weaversoftheweb.org or on Facebook at facebook.com slash weaversatc. Hail Dictinus. Hail Dictinus, indeed. Let the spice wood, flow. Yes, wood, wood has just fed fire. <laughs> <laughs> In service of Dictus. Rhiannon is saying, Boomer humor style minions memes have water phase energy. Smells rotten, tastes salty, voice a groan, atmosphere cold, feeling fear. <laughs> I like it. Basically everything in the world that has ever touched Chinese culture mm -hmm. can and has been diluted down into the the forms of the various five phases. Mm -hmm. From very broad concepts like feelings and seasons to very granular concepts like smells. <laughs> mm -hmm. And yes, some of the like charts you'll find mm -hmm. are baffling. Oh yeah. Trying to understand why is this connected to this phase? Yeah. And I think like Rannon described here, the feeling fear is associated with 
the water phase, right? right? Mm -hmm. But I think that's, again, a, well, why do we think fear is associated with water? No, that's the, way, the wrong way to think about it. Mm -hmm. It's not that water is associated with fear. It's that this phase mm -hmm. connects water and fear because they're connected along that line of secretiveness mm -hmm. and... And undulating. And undulating. I love and, that word. And deep things. Mm -hmm. And cold. Mm -hmm. And retreating. And black. And yeah, and so like all of those concepts are bound up together and all of those things together make the phase mm -hmm. or are expressions of the phase. Mm -hmm. Not that like water inspires fear, right. but that water and fear have that connection. Yep. And that's, I think, the thing we've really struggled with as Westerners to understand the five yeah. phases is that the phases are called water, earth, fire. Mm -hmm. They're very uh, abstract concepts, mm -hmm. really, when you come down to it, whereas I think the Western mind is a little more, uh, you know, concrete. tends to be concrete. Yeah. And the, you know, this is a, this is more abstract. I think I've come up with a way to describe it. Okay. The elements, wood, fire, earth, metal, and water, are masks oh. that the phase is wearing in this particular moment. Interesting. And in another moment, the phase is wearing a different mask of mm -hmm. like shape mm -hmm. or feeling or smell, mm -hmm. but the phase underneath is always the same. You're just seeing whichever mask the phase is wearing right now. That's an interesting way to look at it. I think that makes sense to me. Hey, if it makes sense to you, because <laughs> it's complex. Uh -huh. <laughs> if, you can, if you can bring it to a, uh, a way to understand it, absolutely. And I like that. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Part of the reason I think that makes sense to me is that I know there are opera styles and, yes. and plays that are performed in China and Japan where masks play a big part. A big role. And you, the actors wear specific masks to portray specific emotions or characters, mm -hmm. like stock characters mm -hmm. or traits. Um, so I think that's why it's gelling for me. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think that's I think that's how it makes the most sense to me. Not, not even that like this is an expression of the phase mm -hmm. with no more power or importance than any other expression of the face, but mm -hmm. like this is just the face or mask of the face you're mm -hmm. seeing right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And just one in its arsenal of presentations. Right. I can gel with that. I can vibe with that. And this is very much a, like I said, there are a lot of charts oh, God, for yeah. the five phases, but it does feel very much like a vibes-based mm -hmm. system. Like I'm sure, I'm sure ancient Chinese philosophers put a lot of thought into how they were going to organize and things into the five phases, mm -hmm. but also I feel there were many vibes involved. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why. How does this make me feel? Exactly. Otherwise, if it wasn't, I think if it was more, if it wasn't as abstract, mm -hmm. if it wasn't able to have these uh, masks, if you will, to mm -hmm. to to be representative of these various things or to express these various things, it wouldn't be involved in so much and intrinsically involved in so much yeah. of the culture. Yeah, because it's not even just that like the five phases touch a lot of different parts of Chinese culture. The five phases are foundational uh -huh. to a lot of a lot. elements in, in Chinese culture. Uh -huh. Like there are five basic steps in martial arts, mm -hmm. each one corresponding to a phase and mm -hmm. with a different quality and all other martial arts moves and performances and physical actions are built on those five kinds of steps. Mm -hmm. And I won't even attempt to get into the medicinal 
yeah, or the, the Chinese medicine and how the phases. Traditional Chinese medicine Traditional is a lot. Traditional Chinese medicine is a lot. Mm-hmm. And the five phases are definitely a part of it in a different parts of the body. Mm-hmm. And, and they still use it today. It is part of their modern medical practice. Right next to what we know today as allopathic medicine. Yeah. And like I've seen some of these charts split it down even further. So Mm -hmm. like fire, metal, water, and wood Mm -hmm. will each be split into like a yin and a yang quality. Mm -hmm. And then earth, because it's the transitional phase, will just be a single phase. So there's like nine (laughs) phases. But but it's the yin and yang energies of the phase. That balancing of it. Yeah. Like, which I think is important to remember that through all of this, balance is very important mm-hmm. throughout the entirety of, of all of this. Yeah. And I, finding balance. And that's, I think that's like a big part of Chinese medicine mm-hmm. using the five phases is you, you know, something is out of balance and you find you need to bring it back into balance which, with the uh, other phases. Actually, yeah. Which actually you sort know. of reminds me of the, the humors. Yeah. In a way. But there's, um... An emphasis on structuring your life and the things in your life mm-hmm. so that they are feeding or generating the right kind of element for what you're trying to do or for what time you're in, mm-hmm. but not over-generating it because right. there's a way to feed too much. Too much, exactly. So, like, if you have too much wood feeding phase in your life, you'll get too much fire at a time when you don't need that much mm-hmm. fire. So, like, finding the right balance is definitely, like, a huge part of it. Yeah, it's that's the practice I would say mm-hmm. of working with the five phases yeah. is balancing them correctly mm-hmm. and managing those interphasal relationships. Right. And I think those relationships are sort of what I want to bring it back to before we wrap up here. Because mm-hmm. as an animist, obviously, mm-hmm. to me, all things have spirits. I was going to bring that up too. I thought that would be interesting. Because mm-hmm. we've talked about the fact that we believe that the, the classical elements The have, Western elements. The Western elements, they have individual spirits. Mm-hmm. And I don't think those are the only... Like, we've talked before about how I've had a sense of, like, plasma as a concept having a spirit of its own, Mm -hmm. a a driving force. Right, exactly. So I... I'm I'm not Chinese, obviously. It could just be that I haven't had a sense of the phases having their own distinct spirits because Mm -hmm. I don't work with them in that way. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't... Especially because the, the way they're described as having these interpersonal relationships. And I know in... A lot of Asian cultures, there's uh, an animist mm-hmm. quality. I wouldn't be surprised at all if the phases do have vast, mm-hmm. powerful, interconnected spirits mm-hmm. that are sort of constantly in flux and negotiating with and around each other, mm-hmm. and that you, that we as humans tap into when we engage with with this system. Yeah, I don't know enough about like the the various religious systems. Mm. Uh, or or beliefs, but that I it makes sense that they would be part right. of. As an outsider looking at this, yeah. it it would gel to me uh-huh. if the phases had spirits, or if not spirits, sort of driving impulses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. even if they if they don't have consciousnesses that we would recognize, they still mm-hmm. have some kind of being. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which I think is true, honestly, for the classical Western elements as well. Mm-hmm. Like the the big, big spirits mm-hmm. that that I think embody like the concept of water. Right. 
are so big and so alien that mm -hmm. calling them spirits is almost underselling it. Right. You know? Like right. they are beings of a consciousness beyond my understanding. And I mm -hmm. think that's how the phases would be. That would if be I if I was able to or conceptualize yeah, it. it. Yeah. Uh, if I was to try to connect to them, I think it would it would be too big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. I think that's all I had to talk about on this yeah. topic, just because I didn't want to get too granular, because I know we could get granular oh, yeah. forever. Yeah, and it is, again, it is such an enormous, ancient system that has a lot mm -hmm. of different philosophies attached to it. Yeah, L says um, that maybe the spirits of the five phases would be even bigger than the spirits of the classical elements since they encompass the mm -hmm. classical elements and other elements and a lot more. That's true. And that's entirely possible. Because like I said, they're they're almost movements of the universe rather mm -hmm. than things. Uh-huh. Here's something, right? So another way to translate the five phases is, is the five agents. Yeah. These agents of change mm -hmm. or action. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to put it into a Greek understanding, you could almost call them like primordial yeah. Prim beings. Primordial forces. Primordial forces. That, yeah, that encompass the entire universe. Mm -hmm. Everything. Everything in existence. Things beyond our capacity to understand right. are supposed to be encompassed within the five phases or the mm -hmm. five agents or whatever you call them. Mm -hmm. Just absolutely unfathomably enormous concepts. And I would say it would be interesting to read, you know, a book or take a class or something to, to learn more about the five phases, but I would recommend making sure you're finding an actual practitioner. Yeah. Not a Western person who has learned, but, like, find an actual Asian person who this is their, their, cultural, their legacy. cultural legacy. Yeah. You know, find someone who really, truly understands it and is able to teach you. Yeah. Through their class, through their book, through their practice, mm -hmm. whatever it is, uh, if, if they are willing to share it and, you know, learn from them. Yeah. Yeah, this is another one that has definitely been um, misappropriated and misunderstood by Western culture a lot, including why you find it described as the five elements in right. every English text. And there was, a, I don't know if it still is, but there was a time, I think in the 80s or 90s, mm -hmm. when feng shui was really like, popular. You know, really yeah. popular. And it was probably completely wrong. Probably. <laughs> probably. Or a very shallow or understanding. Or a very shallow understanding of yeah. how feng shui works. There are a lot of good books and stuff you can get, but make sure, I'm just saying, make sure you get it from someone who's actually part of the culture. Yeah, I would say, like, don't make us your last stop for trying to understand the five phases. Mm -mm. We have no claim at all to this knowledge. We are reporting and, and speculating on stuff we looked up because we find this topic interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, we are not experts on it. Oh, God, no. Please, like, if you are at all interested in the five phases, go beyond this episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As and as QQ says, heh, wow, the Western world misappropriated something? I don't believe it. Shocking. We would never. We would never. We would never. <laughs> of course not. Don't look in the Great British Museum. Okay. Um, <laughs> Just saying. Thank you for coming to this episode. We will now wrap it up. <laughs> um, and we hope you enjoyed it. We hope it yes. was informative. At least, if nothing else, to, get, to spark an interest in maybe mm -hmm. learning a little bit more about the five phases. Yeah. And I'm going to try to schedule some more episodes like this that sort of push us out of our 
comfort, comfort zone. zone and our, our areas of familiarity. So we will undoubtedly make mistakes. Oh, yeah. But we will do our best to, to come to these topics with... Respect. Yeah, with respect and, and with an acknowledgement of the limits of the information that's available to us. Like, obviously, I can't read any of the documents about the five phases that are written in Mandarin. Because I don't speak that. So all I have is the English texts. Right. That's the eternal struggle. We're going to keep covering more topics like this that push us a little bit beyond the sort of Eurocentric and America-centric content we've been covering so far. Very much take us with a grain of salt, I guess is what I'd say. (laughs) We do our best. We are enthusiastic amateurs. Exactly. All right. So if you want to find out more about us, you can Google the number three and the letters P-A-A-C. Mm-hmm. or the number three and the words, Pagans and a Cat. You can find us on Google there. Mm-hmm. We have a website at threepagansandacat.com, mm-hmm. on which we have links to a bunch of things, including Gwyn's blog at Patheos Pagan, and Redbubble, and our Patreon, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. And we do also, as always, want to thank all those who have contributed mm-hmm. to our Patreon. What can we say but thank you? Yeah, you know, it is. You're helping us keep the lights on. You're helping us keep the lights on every time you, you uh, donate and share. And mm-hmm. so we appreciate that. And, of course, we love all of our listeners. Yep. Yeah, come visit me on TikTok. Come visit me on Instagram because I, I have accounts for both those. Uh-huh. And I have fun. She does. <laughs> Reminder that we are going to be having an update episode That's right. next week. Next so week. come join us on the Discord and the Patreon questions channel is going to be opened up for everybody. There will be no lock on it. So you'll be able to listen to the live recording on Monday at 8 p.m. And Eastern. Eastern Standard Time. And to ask questions in the Patreon questions channel, whether you are a Patreon member or not, do please come because we would like your input on uh, some new directions we're going to be taking. That's right. All right, I think that's everything. I think that is. Okay, so goodbye. Signing off. <laughs> oh, you hit goodbye. the table. I'm banging into the table. Kaboom. 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 It's over. <laughs> <laughs>